Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dolph on the Phantom Menace, Gone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit forward. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Colin. And this is where we talk all things Star Wars and... We finally got the gallery season two episode that we were all kind of waiting for in a sense. They didn't announce it until like a month ago that they're going to kind of really deep dive into how Luke Skywalker came to be for the season finale. And I just want to know. Wow. What an episode. I, 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 I thought it was fantastic, but kind of getting into like the advertising of what you're just saying, where like they announced like a month ago, including for Book of Boba Fett. Why do they wait so close to the release date of something? I've never well, I understood think that. For this, I mean, it, it, I mean, it was so secretive, you know? And oh, yeah. It, it was, yeah. it was so, it was so interesting that they did something like this. They announced it that they were going to talk about Luke. And I think that was the big bummer for gallery that it was only one episode for season two. Then it's like, everyone was no Luke, but then finally we got this episode and we got John Favreau and Dave Filoni talking a lot about the whole process. And this was also a rare sighting because Dave Filoni wasn't wearing his hat. And we were like, is that Dave Filoni? Yeah, it it was really weird. (laughs) But yeah, a lot of interesting tidbits were dropped and a lot of kind of confirmation of what we kind of thought went went on and happened. And I think one of the big questions that people had was, was Luke, was uh, Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill, actually there? And the answer is yes, which... Kind of at first when I thought about it, it's like, why would you even really need him technically? But I mean, he was kind of there for reference. And of course, he is Luke Skywalker. He's the one and only. Yeah. And you would figure as a fan, you would want him there. And of course, Peyton Reed, Dave Filoni, and, and John Favreau were huge fans. So that's kind of reason enough to bring him in. And they totally dressed him up. They went to his house that yeah. December 2019 when when season 1 was wrapping up and they they took the wardrobe the black the black suit from return of the jedi and they took the child to Mark Hamill's house and they allowed him to read the script and of course he loved it and Peyton Reed was talking about how they were just really nervous and hoping that he would love it he did and yeah he Mark Hamill totally agreed to 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 help out and they had him on set, but of course they did cast another actor. And I saw this online. It was kind of puzzling when people were saying, well, we finally know that the identity of the actor. No, we knew the identity of that actor a long time ago. It's like, 
you guys not, not listening to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. I I would be over the moon. I mean, could you imagine of being a Star Wars fan and then getting this project and then just going to Mark Hamill's house and then him walking out wearing his costume that he hasn't worn mm-hmm. since the 80s and then putting that on and then holding a creation that you made. That would be unbelievable. That would be a remarkable experience. And Mark Hamill was all for it, even though he said after uh, after Rise of Skywalker, I'm done. I'm done with Star Wars and stuff. And I think Dave Filoni and John Favreau, you know, um, and like re re sparked his imagination for the character. Not only that, he Mark Hamill said that this was redemption. Um, and that really tells you that he was not a fan of Luke and 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 in the sequels, and it makes sense, understandable, b- because it's great if you love the Last Jedi, and that's fine. But Brian Johnson really screwed up with Luke because of this character means so much to so many people, and in this episode of of the gallery, that's very clear. And and it's been clear for a while, but when you mess up the the whole blueprint of Star Wars, just to have a creative way of making a film, you're not only messing up a franchise, you are also messing up a character that is so like loved. And the fact that you know, even Mark Hamill said that this is redemption. This episode is redemption. Shows you how the Last Jedi was not good. And it's really unfortunate, but this having Mark Hamill come back and, you know, him being more interested of, you know, of staying with this character that he's made and been part of for so many years is remarkable. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that what David has been saying, you know, for a while that, you know, that Luke Skywalker might show up in the book of Boba Fett and stuff, which I would love to see. But I, I mean, but this right here is a clear message that that might happen because Mark Hamill wants to keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far as, as to say that Ryan Johnson messed it up. I, I think he just didn't give us give a lot of us what we wanted to see on screen with Mark Hamill. And well, it, it was it was very... Like, story-wise, yeah, I understand the story. Okay, some... A lot of, I guess a lot of people love that story, but a lot of people, a lot of outspoken people didn't like it like us. But I mean, having this opportunity just kind of set up everything as far as the season finale went, because it was, it was a huge secret that Luke Skywalker was going to appear. And they talk about in the gallery episode, how it was like a miracle that this did not leak and they had a small film crew. They filmed it actually while Robert Rodriguez was filming his episode and had most of the crew out there in California um, outside (laughs) on location. So it was very minimal. And in the script, when you read the script, it said Plo Koon was going to be the Jedi that appeared. So, and they also went as far as having renders of Plo Koon on in in the uh, visual, um, the uh, what do you call it? The animatic. So I mean, they they really did their due diligence here, and they 
the filmmakers, the creators, Favreau, Filoni, Peyton Reed, they really had a sense of the moment and what was going on here. And and that's that's what I love about Favreau, Filoni, and Peyton Reed. I got to hear him speak a whole lot, and he oh, really yeah. kind of impressed me. And he talked about on some of the projects that he's worked on in the past, and they were big time. And it seems like he's really paid his dues. And at first, when we found out that Peyton Reed directed the episode, and I was like, wow, really, Peyton Reed? But yeah, yeah he seems like he's a super legit Star Wars fan. And Favreau has talked about in the past that when they hired these directors, they had to make sure that they were huge Star Wars fans and that they right. love Star Wars. And, and, and there's some new Star Wars projects coming up where, where they've never even seen Star Wars or, uh, but they're open to the idea to it. And yeah. that, I mean, it's, I mean, it's awesome that, that they experiment with like things like that. I mean, okay. Kind of going to this, how cool is it? Well, 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 I mean, it, it's awesome seeing Luke, but having uh, having Plo Koon would have been really cool too. Because of I was yeah, that would have been really cool. That that would have been. I was a big fan. I was a big fan of Plo Koon growing up, especially because of the Clone Wars, and yeah. I loved him. I loved him. I thought he was great. He was the leader of the Wolf Pack, and you're just like, oh, this is awesome. And then that's also Dave Filoni's Jedi, and and yeah. and people on <laughs> set, yeah, and people people didn't even bat. And I and said, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense that it's Plo Koon. And see, a while back, Katie Sackhoff actually said that they had Plo Koon in the script. So she was yeah. actually the first person to talk about that. Yeah. And that was super interesting. And, and some people thought that maybe it was Kit Fisto because you look at Luke's fighting style. He performs one of those moves that you see that Kit Fisto does and attack yeah. the clones in the arena. Yeah, I, I, I and something else that they talked about. I mean, again, there's so much to 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 break down about the gallery. But um, before we get into the to like the lightsaber stuff and and like the very similarities between like the different Jedi, John Favreau also kind of dived deep into you know the dangers of having deep fake technology, which I thought was interesting that he did. Um, because as we know, Lucasfilm actually hired a YouTuber that actually does deep fake stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after the, uh, after the events of this. Right. And so I'm much, curious. Yeah. yeah. And I'm curious if one day we're actually going to see the, if we're going to see the better version, like, like they'll do an edit where, you know, that one day where, where they had that guy in the background with the, um, with the watch, and then a couple of days later, then they, you know, did it and take it out. I want them to do an edit and make Luke look so much better. Um, with the same deep fake that we saw that guy do on YouTube. You know, I mean, we've already seen uh, precedents for them changing stuff. Um, yeah. later on on Disney Plus, even for Marvel, I would love for them so, to do that. Yeah, yeah and I they, mean, they hired the guy that was out yeah. there on YouTube making. The fantastic deep fakes. So that kind of tells us a couple of things. That tells us maybe they're going to continue on with Luke Skywalker and um, maybe having a show or having him reappear and maybe having uh, an heir to the Empire storyline happen. And if you go on YouTube and look at his work, it is fantastic. It's the oh, best yeah. deep fake stuff out there. There's one where he he deep faked Harrison Ford's face 
on yeah. Alden Ehrenreich in a scene from Solo yeah. when they're around the campfire. And also at the very end, he also did Billy D. Williams on Donald Glover, and it looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, they, I mean, technology is is a crazy thing, and it, like, keeps evolving. And something else that we didn't know is I thought that that his voice was, you know, kind of what they've done in the past to kind of make the actor sound younger or whatever. But instead, what they did was they took lines from um, a bunch of the old projects that Mark Hamill did when he was younger for Star Wars and including the radio dramas and talk shows and stuff like that. Um, besides Star Wars with like new lines that we never heard him say. And then they just mashed it like together and they made it sound like a natural flow of words. And it sounds really good. Like it doesn't sound. Yeah. It's essentially like, an audio like, deep fake. Yeah. Yeah. And it was done so well. I, I, I was blown away when they said that because I thought that Mark Hamill made new lines and then they just did an edit on it to make his voice sound younger. But it was like just actually going back and just taking different um lines from from old projects that he's done and just mashed it like mashed it together to make it sound more natural, and that was blown away. I I I was blown away by that. Yeah, yeah. I know in the past I've always heard because of course we've gotten Darth Vader many different times, many different iterations, and the voice just doesn't sound. Like James Earl Jones, you know? No. James Earl Jones doesn't even sound like James Earl Jones anymore. So we don't have that ability until, I guess, maybe now that we can recreate his voice. And that's super exciting for the Kenobi series. But going back to what you were saying about Mark Hamill. And the interesting thing is, I think we all kind of knew this. And it was just never spoken about. But Mark Hamill, and it's not just because of his car accident that he had but he looks different a lot of the time i mean he's got a very very unique face and i thought it was very interesting that they went back even before the accident that he had where he had like a piece of his ear removed and used to uh, fix his his nose um in his accent that he had uh pre-empire strikes back yeah um but that, that was super interesting to me that they pulled footage from beforehand and they use that as well and i thought that was pretty cool that they actually talked about going online and going to rare in- interviews that had different lighting better lighting and they, they pulled from that and they stuck one of the ilm artists in and i believe david bluff's office and they had him just in there just trying to figure this out and Favreau talked about the fact that they actually went in and they were looking at every technology that they that they had access to, including deepfake. And of course, as fans and the the whole fandom that's online, they were heavily criticized for not having a really solid deepfake. And I think yeah. that actually brought on the hiring of that deepfake artist Shamook. So hopefully they they kind of use that guy implement them in there and just have a better overall product in the future right and it feels like there's going to be a series where it's going to be heavily needed well something else too which was confusing me because they were 
they were heavily talking about deep fake and then and then they just had what they had in the Mandalorian where it wasn't like like very good but they showed examples they totally showed examples in this where it looked really really good but then they didn't use it and i was blown away i was like why why did it look the way that it did in the Mandalorian cuz cuz if you watch it um, Dave is gonna pop it up here in a sec. Yeah, so Luke Xiang, and then they go to like the defake. All right, pause it right there. Okay, so when he's not moving, it looks decent, but when he's moving, it's just kind of like okay. And and it and if you see behind the scenes in in this episode of the gallery, there are times where it looks really really good, and then they came out with this. So I'm curious if maybe. They like when they hired the guy who does the deepfake stuff. Maybe they like showed, uh, like they just put his examples in there because it looks completely different than when what they were showing behind the scenes. And I, and I really would love for them to actually go and put that deepfake into the Mandalorian later. Um, uh, no offense to the you know person that worked hard on this but the deep fake technology you, you're right david it was right in front of them and they didn't use it and they probably could have saved a lot of money on it too um uh because of they like went ham on doing a bunch of edits and everything and this doesn't even look like the fallout de-aging process either like th- th- this was not the full de-aging process like they did in the Marvel movies where they made Samuel Jackson look younger because they were using a different actor actually fully outstanding there. Um, uh, uh, and, and, and Mark Hamill was just there for preference, but with young Luke Skywalker there, it was the different actor. And then they just did that. They like did the edit on his face. Uh, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that soon we will get a a better look. Um, pause right there. Boom. Okay. On um, for people who are listening to the podcast and uh, not watching us on YouTube, I should just go you you watch us on YouTube. But uh, we are looking at the original and we're looking at the deep fake, and you can tell the differences a lot, especially with the deep fake. It's more detailed. It's more like um, I can't think of the meme, but it's like the original is when you have like two bars on your like one bar on your phone, and then and then the deep fake is when you have like you know all three bars because it's it, it it looks amazing, and that's what they should have done. Right, um, it looks I just, more photorealistic. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, the, and yeah, and, the original looks kind of hazy in a way. Yeah, when you compare the two. And when he starts to talk, you can totally see the difference. The like deep fake looks a lot better. Um, his uh, his lips are moving a lot more. Yeah, no, it's it is insane how how crazy deep fake stuff can get. And I think one reason why in 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 the special in the gallery in this episode that John Favreau talked about it so much was because of. Um, he, I think that like, they, they like maybe wanted to keep using the like technology that they did, but when they found something better, I think John Favreau wanted to talk deeper about it. Um, uh, 
because of they essentially hired someone that just posted something on YouTube. And they normally don't do that. Uh, and I think they were so proud of what they did here. They weren't um, really ready for the backlash. Out of it. I mean, it wasn't super bad backlash, but it was just like you have the defect technology. And then the fact that someone on YouTube did it a lot better, again, no offense, um, is just that that really shows you that, you know, if you have something in front of you, go the easier easier route. Um, don't, um, I mean, don't work harder, just work smarter. I mean, I, I guess, because like, I mean, look at that. This guy did this from his own house and uh and uh and and they had all this they had all this hard like technology and it's and it's crazy because look how realistic that looks i would be drawn more to the screen of knowing if that that looks like harrison ford like that's crazy that's insane deep fake technology is insane yeah to to me that's that's totally approvable for the final product. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, and 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 I don't think it was even the the de aging like it, I, I think it was the de aging um, technology, but it was wasn't used directly on Mark Hamill because Mark Hamill, when when you see him, I mean, yeah, he is there on uh, on stage, but he's only there for reference. So in the final product, that's not Mark Hamill. In the actual like thing as Luke, it's the other guy, and then they just put Mark Hamill's face under the other guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. And at the very end, they show Lando. <laughs> yeah, and that looks really good. That looks really good, and and uh, and that's something we totally could have gotten. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It is crazy, and I, and again, it at the end we all still cried when Luke Skywalker showed up. You know, it it, it was still a remarkable experience. But now they have this technology. S- seeing him again, everyone's gonna be blown away even more, uh, uh, because of the defect technology. Like it, it, it really is crazy. It, it really is remarkable what they can do with all. Yeah, stuff. And yeah. This opens up a whole new world of, of stuff they can do. Yeah, it it really kind of feels like ILM overthunk it in a way, you know. Yeah. Because they they really went to the far reaches of every image, every video of Mark Hamill, and tried to just get that whole amalgamation of Mark Hamill when they probably just needed to go back to Return of the Jedi <laughs> and yeah. just use that and not get every single image. But then again, I mean, I'm not an artist. I'm not right. uh, an right, ILM yeah, magician. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't really I know. Say, these, are, these are just our opinions. I mean, yeah. we aren't professionals. But as fans, we have the, we have the right to talk about how, how, how we feel about it. Um, and I, I, and, and, and we talked about this in the last podcast, but if we see young Han Solo showing up on the book of Boba Fett, I mean, oh man. And, and with the deep, deep, with the deep fake technology that they can do, oh, 
That would be awesome. That honestly would be awesome. But again, they would probably have to, you know, go to Harrison Ford and say, hey, can we get your permission to use your face? Not on you, but on someone else. Like, I mean, it, 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 and something else that I know that Lucasfilm and Disney that, that they love to do is they love to push the boundaries of, of technology, of creating it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something that, that Walt Disney and George Lucas had a lot in common as well of 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 uh of waiting until until technology would catch up or they would invent new technology and uh and I think that if they waited a little longer or they just used the deep fake it would have blown more minds for this episode yeah. Um, of that last episode um but either way just seeing luke again was remarkable i i i and i took a screenshot of of the picture of you me and sam like watching it and like when we actually see like luke show up if you keep talking i'll pull it up but it's yeah. uh we were just flipping out and just having that emotion of just being drawn back into that film of seeing luke from return of the jedi was amazing and i think that a lot of people don't i mean you honestly don't have to be a big fan of star wars to understand the mandalorian you um uh especially with that first season because yes it does take place in like uh in the star wars universe but the the mandalorian is part of star wars but it's its own thing and that's what makes it great because it can draw new fans and then when you get to the episode where you see Ahsoka for the first time, you're like, wait, who's that? And then that can be like your way into watching the Clone Wars and stuff like that. And then, then you can appreciate that episode more. And then when you get to, I mean, at this point, everyone knows who Luke Skywalker is. The, 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 there's no way someone's not going to know who Luke Skywalker is because he's so iconic. So as soon as you get to the final episode and you see Luke, then you're just like, oh my gosh, that's Luke Skywalker. I'm gonna have to rewatch the entire trilogy again, the original trilogy. It's, I mean, and and that's what they're trying to do is make everything connected, but at the same time do their own thing so it draws in new fans. Because I guarantee yeah. some some people are just getting into Star Wars because of the Mandalorian, and and it's because it's not as overwhelming as watching, um, uh, watching nine of the main movies and then five of the spinoffs like yeah. i mean yeah yeah going back to what you said about new technology that's one of the biggest legacies of star wars if you go back and look back at the history i mean we star wars is responsible for so many technological revolutions in the film industry blue screen um the edit droid um just pretty much everything that came to be after star Wars debuted. And I think back to the making of episode one documentary, when George Lucas is sitting down at the table and you're like a fly on the wall and George Lucas is like, so this is going to cost this much. I'm going to put my uh, producer hat on and he goes, I don't care how much it costs. I, we're, we're going to make this happen. Tell me how we're going to make this happen. And John Knowles like sitting right there and he's like, um, there's not a real good way right now for us to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about the Gungan battle, but yeah, I, I love to hear those conversations and George Lucas mentions, okay, so 
we're going to do it for our picture. And then everyone else, if this works out, everyone else is going to want it for their picture. So we've got to figure out how to basically streamline this so we can do this for everyone else in Hollywood. Right. So, and, 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 and doing that and not just a fan of Menace though, but all the way back when new hope came out, they made people look on how we look at films and how we create them because a new hope, was the first of its kind. There is nothing like it. I mean, it does take some in- inspiration from, you know, Flash Gordon and stuff, but at, at the end of the day, it's its own thing that George Lucas and his wife came up well, with. Well, well, he took remarkable. a lot of in- Well, Lucas took a lot of inspiration from a lot of different properties. Yeah. Dune, Flash Gordon, yeah. um John Carter of Mars. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of stuff there. And actually, I found out later on that um, the creator of Dune, he actually sued George Lucas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he's like, okay, well, your movie takes place in a desert. Um, there's spice involved. Um, and then so on and so on. <laughs> and yeah, I think they settled out of court, I think. But it's uh, it's just kind of one of those things that George Lucas did take a lot from from other properties, and he kind of created his his own thing. But when you look back at it, it's like, hmm, like you kind of scratch your head. It's like, man, he did take a lot from a lot of different stuff. But uh, I haven't seen the John Carter movie. Have you seen that? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I did. It's on Disney Plus. If you want to watch okay. it, okay. Um, I, yeah. I think it's still on there. Uh, and I remember I saw it in the theater and and it was very interesting because watching it, I was like, okay, I see the elements from like Star Wars in here. It's, um, it, it, it takes place on Mars, mm-hmm. but it also takes place just after the events of the Civil War. And uh, and he like gets transported to Mars uh, and and he meets all these like space people and, and and he goes off on this adventure and then there's this like weird alien dog thing and and you're and they 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 probably could have made more movies i just don't think it did well in the box office cuz it was just so far fetched uh and and at this point in time people were expecting to unfortunately seeing more of what they already know and love and um because now people don't People want original uh, original content, but they don't want original content because people want to feel how they felt like when they were a kid. So that's why people keep doing, you know, sequels and reboots and all that stuff, because people don't know how some people don't know how to experience uh, original content anymore, uh, unfortunately. And I th- and, and I think when um, when news when new stuff comes out, it's a hit or a miss because people are expecting something different uh like for example there's a new film cruella it it's uh it's a origin story of cruella deville but it's its own thing and it's different than the original story that like the original disney movie and people were expecting like oh my gosh like it's 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 gonna be like you know i can watch this and go directly to the original 101 dalmatians animation i'm like I mean, you can, but it's it's not going to be the same because it, it's its own thing. 
So with that being said, you know, it's hard to come up with original content these days because people are expecting it to either be like a sequel or a reboot. Uh, and, and they're not expecting like, you know, original content. Mm-hmm. Um, but John, John Carter was one of those films um, that, that did take, you know, as, as soon as you watch it, like, Oh, I see star Wars. I see flash Gordon. I see star Trek, you know, just different elements of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you watch the Mandalorian, you it 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 feels original like uh, you i mean yes it takes place in star wars but it's its own thing because it's not it's not using the entire star wars universe as its life support it's got an original story and that's what makes the mandalorian so great is that you know that darth vader and all these characters existed in the universe but at the same time it's doing its own plot and its own journey and that's what makes it phenomenal yeah, and it feels like a, it feels like a western. It is a space western, the man. Oh yeah, and I, I, I mean, that I think first that's episode. really, yeah. It, it's it, it does what Star Wars, great Star Wars, does. It it makes it feel familiar, but it's 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 brand new. You know, it's that's that's another huge legacy of Star Wars. That it's that mythological storytelling and. Just to have the lone gunfighter, and oh, yeah. then to bring in the child, which was a huge secret and one of the biggest reveals in Star Wars. I mean, to be a and, big reveal, it really you really have to do something um, for the legacy of Star Wars. But um, yeah, so people are talking about this. I know James brought it up yesterday. Uh, oh we yeah, talking, and yeah, I wanted to play it right here, and you can actually read. Yeah. what Dave Filoni is saying so we can put it to bed in a sense. <laughs> a Brooke felt really, really strong about this too. Like as soon as James said something, she also posted in the group chat as well. Yeah. So he's going to start talking right here and uh, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It's it's Dave Filoni addressing Luke's yeah. skill and his training with a lightsaber. Yeah. Um. The, just to let you know that I can't hear any of the audio, so if you're expecting the audience to hear any of it, they're probably not going to hear it. Yeah, um, I was just going to read what he said. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the subtitles are up. So, Filoni, we had a discussion. It would be very easy just to make him over-the-top skilled. It's talking about Luke. But I was like, you know, what's interesting is he's had training, but I don't know who's been teaching him sword fight training. So he had to have a style that was better than what we saw in Jedi. But fundamentally, still of the same tree of sword fighting technique. And his technique and Ahsoka's technique should be very different. And technically, she's had vastly more training than he ever has. She's his senior, which is difficult for people people to remember. And that's basically it. So people are making a big deal about what Filoni just said there. And he's just speaking logic. He's not saying that Ahsoka's better than Luke or anything like that. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I mean, he... So... Listen, Luke Skywalker is a powerful Jedi. There's no question there. There's no question. But Ahsoka, you know, she has fought in the Clone Wars. She has been through so much. She she went toe to toe with Vader mm-hmm. um and 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 had the same trouble as Luke did, like of fighting him. It's fine. They I mean, but Ahsoka honestly 
has more experience. Uh, and 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 uh, and Luke, you know, he barely got trained. He was on the planet for a bit with Yoda, but he never got you know that proper lightsaber training. He never got any of that. He 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 taught himself. He learned from you know, um, from different training stuff. Like he he probably found he probably found like a holocron and that had stuff on there too. He probably found you know um the uh some other jedi texts besides the ones that we see in uh in the last jedi it's it's very interesting that people are taking like a big offense to this because honestly it's just ahsoka's i mean and, and i think the people that are don't exactly know who ahsoka is and um i mean because ahsoka is older and yeah, Luke was introduced into Star Wars before her, but in the timeline, Ahsoka is older than her because she's been there since the Clone Wars. She has been there since even before Luke was born, technically, in the timeline. So it makes sense that Ahsoka um, has has experience and that if Ahsoka and Luke were fighting right now, probably, you know, Ahsoka would, um, depending on the scenario, Ahsoka would probably beat Luke. But at the same time, Luke is the um is a skywalker so he's got the skywalker blood he's got a bunch of minichlorians like you said earlier david uh and he's very powerful uh but i thought his fighting style in this episode was fantastic Mm -hmm. um it it wasn't forced it wasn't over the top like of what we see in the prequels where you know where anakin and obi-wan are doing the whole flipping thing behind their back or whatever it just felt like luke and that's what I loved about it. Nothing was forced. It felt natural. It felt like this was the Luke Skywalker that we saw in Return of the Jedi. And the fact that he was even wearing the same outfit uh, was, oh, my gosh. Like, Come on. And, yeah, Favreau kind of addressed that because his original cloak was brown. Yeah. But he said in our collective memory, we think of it as being black. So I thought that was interesting that they did that. That was kind of almost like a retcon in a way. But I mean, he could have had a different cloak. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They well, I mean, well, in uh, in this episode of the gallery too, they actually show, um, they actually show him trying on the brown cloak, and it, and it and it just didn't look right. And then when you see him in the black one, you're like, okay, that looks a lot better. So now I'm curious of why George Lucas wanted. To, well, actually, no, I I think they did say it um, that uh, that they wanted in Return of the Jedi, they wanted his outfit to be black because they wanted to make people think like oh is 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 he gonna be part of the dark side or or something yeah they wanted his affiliation to be ambiguous yeah anomalous so Mm -hmm. and you mentioned this earlier um favreau really talks about how we have a responsibility to use the tool of deep fakes um for good and not for for uh malicious purposes and right it's gonna get well, they interesting didn't even when use the deep fake though so <laughs> well, well i mean well, they did and they did it they 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 didn't use what the the, the kind of method that shamuk did but yeah they hired him so yeah and, they saw and, and the potential good. yeah yeah i was just him talking about that i'm like but they didn't even use like the real deep take like the deep fake technology yeah they did but they and, just didn't refine it as much as the artist on I youtube know, did so. i know i know yeah. i mean it's and 
and and even during like during this episode like if you're watching it there are times where where they like show you like where they pretty much i mean again david and i are not professionals um but it to me it looked like they just copy and pasted you know stuff from from return of the jedi and put it on uh, on this version of luke and it looked good and i was like why didn't you use that like why could save a lot of time right there <laughs> yeah and uh uh and and then you go to the episode and then it looks like the way it did and then this guy did on youtube and then they they hired him and i'm i it would have just saved a lot of time if you just did i, I don't know i don't know i'm i i don't work there i don't know but i would just i was blown away by that um but at at the end of the day, like I said, it was awesome seeing Luke come back. I just i I can't wait to see what they do with with, with the new guy they hired because you know he is it, it clearly he is passionate about what he does. Like he is very 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 um, passionate to the point that they hired him. So so with that being said, he him doing new projects that like you said earlier that they're probably getting ready to to use this technology again but in a higher scale so that means we're probably going to see characters that we never thought we would come back and that's really exciting yeah and lucasfilm i know you're listening we want more episodes like this (laughs) it was it was awesome it was a delight yeah when they do stuff like this it's kind of a surprise but then it's like they should be doing this i mean this is everyone's gonna watch this everyone wants to know what the answers are so with that being said, I know this next story is uh, a story that Colin really wants to talk about. So, oh just, yeah, uh, play this trailer here. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Spring twenty twenty two. Come on, let's I'm, go. Yeah, I'm just. Are they and uh, and something else that they also showed in this as well is that the. The combat's going to be so much different from the past, the uh, and uh, and the flying as well. Um, and it looks like the it looks like the free roam in this is going to be really really good too, uh, because of you can hop on a ship and then you can go to a bunch of the planets. And I actually didn't get to count the planets, so at some point when we see it, I'm going to ask David to pause it. So. So that I can like kind of oh, that looks planets. awesome. Yeah, no, no, it it it, it looks phenomenal, and and, yeah, and the combat looks really style good. looks a lot different. Not all the actors are in it, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it's it's all right. Explore the galaxy. The map. Right, pause it. All right. <laughs> go back, go back, go back to the Just map. A bit more. All right, pause it. Okay, so here's all the wow. Like, look at that. Look at all those, and uh, and then there's five mystery plants that we don't know. But if, but if I had my star map, I could totally tell you what they were. Um, I don't think uh, are these at map accurate. Yeah, I don't think they are. Yeah, well, they are. Yeah, well, I, well, for the for the most part, it. I mean, because clearly there's more planets than that in the stars universe, but but they made those as the same ones. Um, but I know Coruscant is definitely one of those planets for sure. Um, uh, yeah, you, you would have to figure. Yeah. Um, Taco Donna is probably in there too. I'm not seeing 
I'm not seeing Taco Donna on that map. Yeah, so Taco Tacos. Taco Donna's on there. Um, probably what's the other one? Um, and probably yeah. Exegol is on there too. There are probably like a couple. Kefbur. Yep. <laughs> um, that ocean planet with, mm-hmm. the, with the big oceans, I should say. Um, yeah, Camino. Tatooine. Oh, you yeah. got a desert planet next to an ocean planet, and then Geonosis right there too. Mm-hmm. Naboo. There's the car. There's a lot to. Oh man, I'm I'm excited. This game's been delayed since 2019. Like, like, like I mean, I mean, it it was announced that hey, it's it's going to be coming out like in like early 2020, and then 2020 happened around Star Wars Day, and they're like, actually, it's getting pushed back. We're like, okay, so and then around you know fall time, got pushed back again, and then this year supposed to come out this year got pushed back and now we have not even official date just the time frame of it which is spring 2022 so most likely it's going to be star wars day and that's fine i'm just i i want them to do a i want them to do a gallery episode of this lego game because i want to know exactly (laughs) what's happening behind the scenes i i i want to know exactly what is the purpose of a almost three-year delay? I want to know because <laughs> this game to me is very highly anticipated because of all the Star Wars games. Um, Lego Star Wars was my introduction. Like, like I mean, like really into Star Wars games. And then shortly after, you know, Star Wars Battlefront and some of the other ones. And I just, I would like to know. <laughs> I would like to know like what's going on, but it's going to be great because you've got nine movies. uh, And then there's a possibility that they also might do a season pass where they add, you know, stuff from rogue one and solo and the man. I mean, you know that they'll definitely add the characters from those shows um, because right now the Lego sets, um, if, if, if you buy the Lego sets, you can actually, uh, uh, in the instruction manual, they actually have like the code, um, for, for those who are big, like Lego star Wars fans, like for like the games or whatever. Uh, if you remember, if you go to, um, to a, a Dexter's, uh, uh, his like, uh, cafe thing and you go to the, uh, and and you go to the counter and talk to him. Then you can type in a cheat code or whatever. And they're doing that again because of every Lego set they've been selling for a while has uh, has like a cheat code that you can type for that specific like Lego set for that ship. Because I got the I got the Razor Crest and it came with the code. So now I can use that code as um uh for the game, and then I can unlock that ship right away. But interesting yeah. wow yeah so i am i'm super excited about this it's it's gonna be good i'm just i'm sad that we gotta wait another year for it yeah, yeah. so i have the official press release right here for it i'll read it right quick Let, lego star it. wars the skywalker saga features the biggest roster of playable characters in the lego star wars series and players will engage in new ways of combat as they wield lightsabers fire blasters and chain different attacks with the greatest legends from every era of the Skywalker saga. 
Players can fight against the forces of evil as favorite characters such as Luke Skywalker, Rey, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Finn, BB-8, and a legion of other heroes. Max Rebo. (laughs) The greatest space and land vehicles are also available to command. Players can jump to light speed in the Millennium Falcon to outrun Imperial starships, battle First Order TIE fighters in Resistance X-Wings, or pod race on Tatooine. Players will be able to travel through hyperspace and explore planets that can be unlocked during their adventures. From the jungle moon of Ajan Kloss to the vibrant city-covered planet Coruscant. There's Coruscant. I mentioned it. The Lego Star Wars Galaxy is yours to discover and play in. So, yeah, it looks great. I'm I'm happy it's coming out. Um, I have no problem with waiting, unlike some people. But uh... hey, <laughs> listen, man, listen. I've been talking about this game for years, and 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 I and and. We're, we're we're getting official gameplay and i'm I'm just i want to play now like come on man right well i mean if, if if they need more time to refine it make it better i'm all for that so they've had three years don't announce <laughs> well, a game. i mean well with don't, covid and don't everything it's a game if it's not ready <laughs> don't do that <laughs> there are so many like companies that have done that where 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 i i mean i'm glad they're waiting that is fine but stop advertising that it's coming out soon when it's not because that's what they kept doing, especially with like other games too, where they've done it in the past where they should have waited, but they dropped the game and then the game was not good at launch. And then they had to work their way up and then it got better. And I see what they're trying to do, but do not announce a game if it's not actually like close to ready. And they've been doing this since the end of 2019, David. That's almost three years by the time 2022 like that's that's crazy don't announce something if it's not finished or very close to finished like at least like like don't even show a trailer don't even talk about a release date until you have like like it it bothers me because i am a big fan of lego star wars uh and i'm i've been looking forward to this for a long time i'm saying like hey all the new movies are coming out like when's it coming out and then they do this so i'm just i'm not upset i'm disappointed because i want it now (laughs) There's my rant of the day. You're welcome. <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, so, exactly. So a story dropped, um, which wasn't a whole lot, but I mentioned it on the Facebook group, and it got me really, really hyped. So Robert Rodriguez was interviewed by Collider about another project he's associated to. And they, of course, you got to ask him about the Book of Boba Fett. So... This is what Robert Rodriguez said. He says, I can't say anything about it at all right now, but it's coming out in December. Wait until you see what's coming. It's going to blow your mind. That's all I can say. I can talk it up all I want because I know it over delivers. It way over delivers. People are going to be so pumped when they see it. So that to me, to me, it screams we're going to get another maybe not equal to but very similar to Zuma the to Skywalker, Skywalker moment, moment yeah <clears throat> i'm guessing we're going to get to see han solo and carbonite i'm i'm pretty sure we're going to see the carbonite i'm thinking we're going to get the actual you, han solo yeah you think we'll see a couple of flashback episodes i i think we definitely will 
I would be surprised if we didn't see Daniel Logan. I would be very surprised by that because if Cad, uh, if, uh, if if we end up seeing um, stuff from the past, like some flashbacks, I think we'll definitely see uh, uh, Daniel Logan and um, and Fennec Shand. Um, well, Daniel Logan is young Boba Fett because that would just be a missed opportunity. And like I said, Daniel Logan's been campaigning for such a long time to to and see Daniel Logan online. He's acting like he knows things. Yeah, and, yeah, and w- he's which, somehow yeah, affiliated. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but I, yeah, I, I, it's I like Daniel Logan. I've I've I met him a couple of times, but it's um, but he's been doing this for years because I remember, and I'm talking about this because it's funny because of w- when that trailer for Solo came out, uh. And at the end of the trailer, there's like a shadow that looks like Slave One. He was hyping up so many people saying like, oh, my God, is Boba Fett going to be in Solo? And you're just like, no, he's not. Well, at that point in time, there was a rumored Boba Fett movie and that fell through. So I think, I mean, he knew that Boba Fett was going to loom large again in Star Wars. But to me, it's interesting the, the actual point and the positioning of what Boba Fett is now for his series, because yeah. now we got Luke Skywalker. Now everything's on the table. Now, how is the book of Boba Fett going to top that in a way? You would think they're going to do something even more spectacular, but I mean, you can't really get bigger than Luke Skywalker unless you have Luke Skywalker in the series doing more acting, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, and and it's, it feels like everyone that we think is gonna be in the series is gonna be in the series. <laughs> how how concrete? Because if you wait over deliver, I mean it's it's gonna be something spectacular. Yeah. Well, at at this point, you know, Max Rebo is older, so if they use the deep fake technology on him, it Colin would look froze so up much there. better. You froze oh, up okay. for a second. I, <laughs> oh no okay all right i i i said that you know if they really wanted to you know at this point max rebo is kind of older so if they wanted to use the defect technology probably look a <laughs> lot better on him now <laughs> what would an older max rebo look like just like more wrinkles he would yeah he would have more wrinkles a little more little would, faded blue he would he would still try and uh get different gigs but he wouldn't be able to because all of the people in his band are dead and then but again if you watch the new legos uh, the the new lego holiday special i loved how they touched up on that where where he walks in the room and uh uh and and then pose like where's where's the rest of your band and then max rebo like tells him that they all died in the sail barge accident and then Poe's like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I'm just like, thank you. So, and then in that way, Max Rebo is probably going to be in it. If Max Rebo doesn't show up, man, I'm going to be really disappointed. But, but I think he will. I think he will. I don't think that they would have Max Rebo show up in that special like that if if they weren't even going to at least hint at him um, coming back. Um, because of, you know, I like I said earlier, there is a pattern of where they have people from the cartoons or stuff end up showing up in live action and um uh and and we've seen it done before and i think that like max Rebo would just be like a small cameo like in the background like you know he's back and he's got you know different band members or whatever is boba I, fett a fan of the cantina music 
of Jabba's oh, old school. Oh, if they put the Cantina band in there, man. Oh, my gosh. All of us Max Rebo heads are going to riot. Oh, man. <laughs> don't, Max Rebo don't heads. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. No way. <laughs> Hunter and I will just be uh, like just doing a riot. We'll be like, come on, man. But yeah, way over deliver. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, if if I couldn't be more hyped, it's it, it's gonna December's gonna be so wild between this and Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, w- w- when that first episode comes out, we'll definitely have to do a live stream because if Max Repo is there, I'm gonna flip off for the rest <laughs> of the episode. I will be like like excited like probably crying a little bit like i like we did when we saw luke but it's gonna be like oh it's gonna be so funny because because everyone's gonna be blown away by everything else like like oh my god like it's the bounty hunters or whatever and then i'm gonna be like freaking out over max rebo i'm gonna be like he even has the piano (laughs) it's gonna be so funny uh please have max rebo come back please that is the dream man that's the dream yeah Huh. Yeah. So yeah, I am super hyped. So mm-hmm. we got a little something that we we're gonna talk about here. That's a it's a little spoilery. So yeah. I'm not sure if and, and and I mean and and again, you know, it could be just a rumor. It could be people just talking about it. But we are gonna talk about it on our um uh, on uh on the other on the on the other Patreon thing. So. I won't do it, but David yeah, we will. we haven't yeah we haven't done a show in a while, but uh, we are we do plan to talk more rogue rumors on on Patreon.com, so you can find us there. And there was an artist rendering that was shown to us, and it, and it was via Star Wars Newsnet, and it pretty much looks like what Anakin kind of looked like in Rogue One when he was in the back of the tank. But there is a picture of him. It's an artist rendering. It's it's a it's a drawing, and he looks pretty similar. I mean, I'll, wait, uh, wait, wait. I'll share my screen here. Oh, Vader. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll share the screen here so you can take a look at it and and tell me what you think. And I'm gonna put it up here on YouTube in case you don't want to watch it. I guess you can kind of end the podcast now. Um, but I'm gonna share it here and. There it is. Yeah. And they also have a picture of a back to tank as well, which is kind of interesting. And his mask that he wears. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much what Hayden you... come back, it's going to be great, man. Yeah, it's pretty much what you would figure you would see as far as how he would look. Um, I mean, it's... You you cast Hayden Christensen, and it's one of those things. It's like, okay, well, he's Darth Vader at this t- point in time. Are you going to see his face at all? And, of course, you think about the Ahsoka duel where you see, like, a sliver of his face yeah. behind the mask. And it's like, how much of Hayden will you actually see? And possibility for flashbacks are there. It seems like there's rumors that those took place. Maybe young Ahsoka. So... But we all know Hayden's back. He's he's one of the many actors that's coming back to a big franchise. You think about Michael Keaton, possibly Toby. <laughs> yeah. And 
yeah, I'm getting more hyped about that series as well. We're going to get that next year. Like you always say, Colin, it's going to be the year of Star Wars 2022. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's, it's going to be crazy um, for like everything. And then also Star Wars Celebration is happening, and that is going to bring the hype back. I remember that um, from, from 2017 uh, because we did not – I don't think we got a convention in 2018, right? Like we didn't have Celebration in 2018. The was, celebration before that, I think, was in was overseas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, okay. But now that that we're coming back, it. I mean, it made sense because right now they are in production for a lot of stuff, and once twenty twenty two hits, it's going to be Star Wars from like off the bat, and it's just going to be. Going and going, kind of like how Marvel. But once December hits, I think Book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, kick all oh, yeah. That off. And and uh, and and it's just how Marvel was at the beginning of this year. Marvel hasn't had a breather at all, <laughs> like this entire time. Um, uh, and and people are like, well, how about the small breaks? But even between the small breaks, um, uh, Marvel has a show called. Um, it's called Marvel Legends, and it kind of touches back on you know all the events that happened with like you know certain characters that are going to be in like the upcoming project like in the next week, uh, and that's crazy to think about because I believe there's been over 17 projects for Marvel this year alone, mm-hmm. uh, and not just MCU. Um, there is there's also Venom two coming out, uh, and uh, and I think there's another Marvel game or something coming out too. But yeah, it is crazy to think about how how amazing it's gonna feel when Star Wars is back with new projects. We will get that wave again, like how we felt when when like the sequel movies were coming out with the Rise of Skywalker and those panels and everything. We'll definitely get those panels back again for um for Star Celebration, especially with Kenobi, and it's gonna be the 20 year anniversary of Attack of the Clones. And at that point, Hayden and uh, Hayden and McGregor will already be there, so it would make sense for them to be, you know, on on stage for that panel. So I think Attack of the Clones and Kenobi are going to be one of the main ones I want to be at. I'm I'm probably going to want to be over at the at the Mandalorian panel too, um, for season three at least. Uh, I think we should come up with a list of like all the possible panels that they're going to do because because at that point. You know, we'll like probably see stuff for Andor and for a couple of the Star Wars games. Uh, I've been at all of the Star Wars game panels um, f- that for all the celebrations I've went to, and it was so awesome, and it was it was a lot of fun. So I'm hoping that we get to see um, m- more of that stuff. But I'm excited for Star Wars Celebration. I don't know if I'm going to bring my costume like I did. For 2019, uh, I might, I, I like might ship my TK or something, but it's going to be a lot harder to do because it's going to be across the country. But for you, David, it's just a drive, and then James already lives there, so <laughs> yeah. So here's a list that popped up uh, over this past week. I put it up on our Facebook group. This so, is this is, Fett, not six episodes, this, this is not official. Or eight no. episodes. It says starting December, yeah. twelve episodes for Andor, sixteen episodes for the Bad Batch season two. Six episodes for Obi-Wan Kenobi, then the Lego Star Wars special, then eight episodes 
I guess, projected for the Mandalorian season three and then Disney gallery. Okay. But again, this is not official at all. This is, yeah, this just this appeared is, <laughs> somewhere and it just started yeah, spreading yeah, like wildfire. And, yeah. And, and people are like, Oh, Oh, like, like this is the official lineup. That is not <laughs> the official lineup. We, we won't know the official lineup until, uh, until maybe the end of this year or the beginning of next year, or, we will find out at D23 that's happening in November, and we'll probably see a trailer just a month before. I don't like the I don't like the advertising where it's like at the last minute. I don't like it because I mean because you know if it wasn't Star Wars and they and they did that with a Marvel movie, they they almost did that for Spider Man. I feel like if that leak didn't happen, we would have not gotten that trailer. Like that soon. There was no way. There is no way. That I mean, and and I would love to see Kevin, I would love to see Kevin Feige talk about that leak. Cause I because we all know he was not happy and he felt forced that he had to drop it. But I'm so glad they did because we've been waiting for that trailer. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to uh talk about, Colin? Um Star Wars is cool. That's all I gotta say. I I I I love Star Wars so much, man. And I and w- 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 there are so many different things that you can do to kind of keep your hype going for Star Wars until new projects come out. You can you can definitely go to Galaxy's Edge. You can definitely play games. You can re re watch the card um, of of the other TV shows that maybe you haven't seen yet. Uh, I just started re watching The Mandalorian, and I was like, this show is great. And then I. It, it 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 really hypes you up. So if you ever you know kind of want to get more of that Star Wars, um, like of the Star Wars hype, I would go read the books. I would read the comic books. I would play the games. Like get you more hyped for it. It's the best way to do it, and a and a good way to you know do the books and everything is is go to our link for our trial with Audible. There's a lot of Star Wars books on there. There's a there's a bunch of stuff to do uh, and listen to, especially with the new High Republic books. I highly suggest it because of, no pun intended, but um, uh, of that they also add like music and the sound effects like to the story, so it makes it more immersive in your mind. Because when when you hear it, then you can picture it. When you're reading, you know it's it's okay, but when you're hearing it, like. I, I, like when you're just kind of thinking and stuff like that, you can picture of what's happening and it really explores more of your imagination, which is pretty cool. So I highly suggest that. Yeah. And of course you can find us on Instagram, Star Wars Stuff Podcast, Twitter, add stuff pod. We're also on Facebook, TikTok. TikTok. Facebook. Facebook. Patreon, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. You can email us, email the show at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can get your free audiobook. And of course, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching us on YouTube, continue. Thank you. If you're not, yeah, we're getting new subscribers just about every week. So, yeah, check us out there. And uh, for Colin, my name is David. May the force be with you. Always. Always.